daybreak Jesus will come Some golden daybreak battles all won He'll shout the victory Break through the blue Some golden daybreak for me Thank you, Gene Payne. A joy to have you sing as guest on the Bright Spot Hour program again today. And our introducing theme, of course, Some Golden Daybreak. And this is Harold Seitler speaking. And we're glad that you're by the radio. Actually, the fact that you listen make the Bright Spot Hour a reality. And since 1943, every day we've been coming uh, through the radio into the highways and hedges to make Christ known. You pray for us today that... The Lord may bless and give victory and that souls may be saved and God's people blessed through the broadcast. The Hammond organ and a favorite you'll enjoy, Mrs. Garrett, as she plays Heaven Came Down. Every day at this particular time on the Bright Spot Hour, it's time to pray. And many of you use the Bright Spot Hour for your time of daily devotion. And I appreciate that. You stop your work or you sit by the radio with your Bible in your hand and you pray as we pray and then you enjoy the music as we enjoy the music. We invite you to do that today and every day that you possibly can. Our Father, we're so glad for prayer time. We're so glad that we serve Thee and we know Thee. And that thou art a great God. And many times we've seen you work miracles uh, in relation to this bright spot our door. You've kept the door open when we thought it would be utterly impossible to continue. And for all the victories and all the answers to our prayers about the radio program, we're grateful today. 
And now, Lord, we come asking again that you may use the broadcast. I don't know the need of that lady or that dear man by the radio, but, Lord, you know the need. There may be one sorely tried by things that press upon them and by the cares of this life or by the demon of opposition and the demon of discouragement and despondency. Lord, I bring those to thee now, and I pray for that dear man, and I pray for that woman that you'll bear them up and undergird them and give them the strength and the grace and uh, they need to press on for the Lord. Don't let them become hindered or discouraged by things all about us, but bear them up with your mighty and sufficient grace. And may the bright spot hour be an instrument that God can use to help folk along the way and then to bring sinners to a knowledge of Christ whose, whose blood can wash our guilt away and save us by grace divine. Now, Lord, use the program now. Bless Brother Gene as he comes to sing. And then as we open the word in a moment, we pray that you'll use it as it's given forth. Keep every door open. Grant the folk who feel burdened to write their letters and stand faithfully by with their offerings, we pray. And we ask these things in the name of Jesus, believing that you're able to supply. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, Gene Payne singing a favorite of mine. When we see Christ. It will be worth it all When we see Jesus Life's trials will seem so small When we see Christ one glimpse of his deface, all sorrow will erase. So bravely run the race till we see Christ. Of times the day seems long. Our trials hard to bear We're tempted to complain To murmur and despair But Christ will soon appear To catch his bride away All tears forever over Eternal day It will be worth it all When we see Jesus Life's trials will seem so small When we see Christ one glimpse of his deface, all sorrow will erase. So bravely run the race till we see Christ. Always a joy to have the recorded work of Dr. Gene Payne with us, and of course, my late grandfather and the late Mrs. Garrett. Your Bibles are open with me, please, to Acts 26 and verse number 18. Acts 26, verse number 18. 
to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Whereupon, O Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision. I continue dealing with the matter of sanctification on the Bright Spot Hour, and I want to look today at the human side or the human aspect of the matter of sanctification, the human aspect of the matter of sanctification. Be sure not to change your radio dial. Leave it right here for all of the Bright Spot Hour. The Bright Spot Hours work of faith and a labor of love, depending upon the Lord and our many friends to enable this door of radio broadcasting to remain open. I make that statement every day because it is a statement of fact. The Bright Spot Hour is entirely listener-supported. I depend upon the Lord. I bring my case to God's people, my listeners, and I trust the Lord to so bless and enable you that you would be able to stand with us and help us as we labor in the gospel of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. During the month of March, I make available to you my late grandfather's sermon, number 52, on the Battle of Armageddon. The Battle of Armageddon. Now, this is the battle that will close the tribulation period. This is the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ as he returns in power and in great glory. There are so many things that are transpiring. You realize that uh, United Nations Agenda 2030, that's just uh, six years from now, by 2030 is wanting the whole populace to have a digital ID, uh, the mark of the beast. You can't buy or sell without it. You can't bank without it. I mean, all of these things are right before us. And I think it's important for you and me to understand the age in which we live, to understand the Bible from which we read, and to recognize these things eminently before us. The Battle of Armageddon, I'll send the sermon to you on a compact disc. They are $10. I'll also make available the most popular sermon my late grandfather ever brought, Can God. This was brought on a Sunday night. May of 1973. Can God furnish a table in the wilderness? I'd be thrilled to send a copy of this good sermon to you. It is yours for a gift of $10. I also make available the commentary on 1st and 2nd Corinthians, a 303 page, verse by verse, line by line commentary in which my grandfather deals with every verse and every chapter in Paul's letter to the church at Corinth. Allow me the honor of putting this good book, beautiful green cover, gold lettering, perfect binding, stiff back paperback, handy uh, to the size to hold in your hand. Very well done. I think that you'd be pleased to have a copy of this. They are $20 postage paid to your door. Our mailing address, the Bright Spot Hour, Post Office Box Number 4, Greenville, South Carolina, 29602. Our email, all lowercase, drbencarper at yahoo.com. Find us on social media at Rumble 
Getter, Odyssey, Facebook, X, and YouTube. I continue now dealing with the matter of sanctification. On the Bright Spot Hour yesterday, we dealt with the divine side of sanctification, the divine work of God sanctifying the born-again believer. Now, what is the human side? I pointed out over and over as we study the Bible that the Calvinist overemphasizes the divine work of God at the expense of the human responsibility. The Arminian, on the other hand, overemphasizes the human responsibility at the expense of the divine work or God's divine work on behalf of the born-again believer. There is the divine work, there is no question about that, but there is also the area of a human responsibility. So what is the human side of the matter of sanctification? I would remind you that uh, there are several of these, by faith in Christ's redemptive work, by the Word of God, by complete dedication of life, by submission to the divine discipline, and by a renunciation of sin and the pursuit of holiness. I'd like to begin today dealing with the matter of faith in Christ's redemptive work. When Paul stood before Agrippa and made his defense in verse 15, And I said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. Paul was recounting his Damascus Road experience and his salvation. But rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness, both of these things which thou hast seen, and of those things in which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles, unto whom now I send thee, to open their eyes. He was God was going to send, the purpose of God was to send Paul to the Gentiles to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. That are sanctified by faith that is in me. I would remind you the human side of sanctification begins with faith in the redemptive work of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. There's no purpose for an unsaved man to even think about the matter of sanctification. There's no need to even bring that up. Sanctification at its very heart and foundation is the product of the redemptive work of salvation in the believing sinner. Truly, you and I live and move and have our being in the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, if we had not been delivered by the new birth from sin, there is no purpose of sanctification. Now, I recognize that there are some that attempt uh, what they would call sanctification uh, without the redemptive work of Christ. We call that self-righteousness, forms of godliness that deny the power thereof, piety. I have run into people along the way in the course of my life that, were, that spoke with pious platitudes. They were truly the most religious people I have ever seen in my life. I mean, 
when you talk, talk about religion now, they had religion down to a science. But I fear that they were unregenerated. Everything they had was the product of human ability. They were religious, but lost. The whole matter of sanctification begins with the new birth experience. And if a lost sinner has not come to Jesus Christ and believed the gospel and believed on the Lord Jesus Christ to the saving of the soul, there is really no purpose or no point in trying to go any further in this matter. The, the whole structure of sanctification is established in the new birth. For instance, Paul the Apostle states that we live in Jesus Christ. In Romans 1 and verse number 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The, the power of God is not some Pentecostal experience or some emotional experience. Now, I rejoice in the times that my soul has been blessed and emotionally I have been lifted by the fact that I know Jesus Christ by faith as my personal Savior. But the power of God is not in an emotion. The power of God is in the gospel of Jesus Christ. The only power on earth that can transform a lost sinner into a born-again child of God, that can take a child of wrath and instantly turn him into a son of God, is the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Verse 17. For therein, in the gospel of Jesus Christ, is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now, only a just man, a man that has been justified by the gospel of Jesus Christ, can live by faith. A lost man may say, I'm living by faith. An unregenerated man or woman may say, I, I would like to enjoy the faith life. But if they've never been born of the Spirit of God, if they have never been dealt with and saved by the gospel of Jesus Christ, the power of God has never been revealed in their life. They do not have the righteousness of God revealed in their life, is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So it is in the gospel of Jesus Christ which is the groundwork, the foundation of the matter of sanctification is in the new birth experience. If you're not saved, there's no need for us to talk about the matter of sanctification. If you are unregenerated, the matter of sanctification is totally and entirely beside the point. There's no need to bring it up in conversation because you have no sanctification outside the saving grace of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we live in the redemptive work of God on our behalf in the new birth. But then in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse number 7, the Apostle Paul says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. Now, it is in this great 2 Corinthians chapter 5 that we read, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. 
all things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, and all things are of God, who hath reconciled us unto himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. It is also in this great passage that we read to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. And in this same great passage that we read in verse 21, For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. It is in this tremendous passage that the Apostle Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5, 6, Therefore we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. That is a true statement. While I am here in this present life, living in this tabernacle, I am not in heaven with the Lord, absent from the body and present with the Lord. But right now, you and I are at home in the body. Then Paul goes on to say, For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Wherefore we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. And that last statement I will touch on uh, a little later in this study in whenever I deal with the renunciation of sin and the pursuit of holiness. You and I walk. We not only live in the area of salvation, but we walk in the matter of salvation. Paul said, for we walk by faith, not by sight. We walk by faith, not by sight. And then in 2 Corinthians 1 and verse number 24, not for that we have dominion over your faith, but are helpers of your joy, for by faith ye stand. Paul making his salutation to the believers in the church at Corinth and uh, talking to them about their salvation, talking to them about the fact that they labored with the, with the Apostle Paul. Verse 12, for our rejoicing is this. And then uh, he, he moves on. He says, for all the promises of God in him are yea and in him amen. Verse 21, now he which establisheth us with you in Christ and hath anointed us is God. And then down to verse number 24. Not for that we have dominion over your faith, but are helpers of your joy, for by faith ye stand. Every born-again child of God is justified by an individual faith. I hope that my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and my faith in His Word as I come to this radio mic will encourage your joy and will strengthen you in the Lord. But I'm saved by faith, and you are saved by faith. You have faith, and I have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. We stand in this faith. And then the Apostle Paul said in 1 Timothy 6 and verse number 12 that you and I fight in this faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. And then by the grace of God, in 1 John 5 and verse number 4, we overcome in this area of faith. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, 
And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So on the human side, how does this matter of, of sanctification become a reality? And I remind you, the matter of sanctification becomes a reality to begin with when we have faith in the redemptive work of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, when we are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. May the Lord richly bless you tomorrow, my late grandfather, by recording, and then on coming Monday, we'll continue in this matter of sanctification. We trust today's message by Dr. Ben Carper on the Bright Spot Hour has been a blessing to you. Write the Bright Spot Hour at Post Office Box 4, Greenville, South Carolina, 29602. Visit the website at thebrightspothour.com. This is Mark Ferguson saying listen again tomorrow for the Bright Spot Hour, same time, same station, same gospel.